Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Man, the world of sports is on fire. I'm telling you. My goodness. The Cleveland Browns won a game, more games than they won all season. And we're only in the third week of the season. And they've already won one and a half more games than they won all of last year because they got a tie in there, too. Hey, but, man, and on top of all of that, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Tiger Woods is back. Man, this man has come, hasn't played, hasn't won a championship in 1,876 days. Hey, but before we get into any of that, including college football, we got Red on the line, and I know what Red want to talk about. He want to talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick and these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What's going on, Red? The hype is real, man. It's a legend oh. right now. It's electric. Is, it, is that because there's a thunderstorm going on down there through through yeah, Tampa, Florida, right too. now? A bit of that too. A bit oh, of that okay, too. okay, okay, okay. Hey, and and, and Red, let's don't forget, Jameis Winston's suspension is over after this game. Yeah. Does that this mean anything in the city the of Tampa, in, in that West Florida he'll still area? Playing in the Chicago game, man. Yeah, he'll still be playing in the Chicago game. Win or lose tonight, I think he still plays next week. You know. Um, you talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yes. Okay. 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 Well, I, 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 I would agree with you. You know, I, I think if yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick wins this the, tonight, I think they, um, there's no doubt he starts next week. If he wins tonight, he starts the next two weeks. And whether we, yeah. whether he plays Told well or not, smart, if he wins I mean, tonight. Coach is a pretty smart man. I mean, if you look at it how you would handle it out there, that's, that's probably what's going to happen, man. I mean, you can't take this out right now, right? I would agree wholeheartedly. You can't take him yeah. out. No. No. I got no a few way. reservations about tonight, man. Our center might not be playing. I mean, I hope he's able to play, man. He was got labeled questionable this morning with a little bit of an illness. I really need to see that cat play tonight, man. He's a big part of what they're doing as far as protection for Fitzpatrick, you know, so... I hope they don't have to play. Uh, if, if he can't go, man, it's going to be Evan Smith. You know, and the line will look different. It will be different. But just hoping for the best right now, man. I hope Justin is all right. I hope he plays. I hope he starts. I hope he plays and finishes. You know? He's yeah. a big part of the line, man. A lot of attention has been going to Fitzpatrick and these receivers, man. I mean, taking nothing from them, man. It's been the fact that Fitzpatrick has been able to be staying like they're clean, man. Dangerous thing in football, my opinion, is just one guy talking. The most dangerous thing in football outside of a kick-ass defense that you can stop everything is a comfortable quarterback that can throw the ball when he wants to, where he wants to, how he wants to. Not when he has to, when he wants to. You understand what I'm no saying? No doubt. I know you know what I'm saying. No you know, doubt. And, and, and that's, getting, what's, that's what's made Tom Brady's and, career. He's been comfortable and, and in the pocket. From Fitzpatrick, taking nothing from Fitzpatrick. But any quarterback in the league with the protection that he's had will sting you, man. You know? That's an NFL quarterback that can stand back there. I mean, Sam Badford out there in, uh, out there in uh, Arizona. The dude is terrible. If he has protection, though, 
He would sting you, man. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Sam Bradford has yeah. been known to sting people with, with protection. Yeah. And he, that's so true. If he got and, protection, if he got protection to keep people off of him, he'll sting you. I you would know? agree. And, and that's what makes protection man, so important. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what makes protection so back, important in the NFL. Back, and, I know you, and I know you can appreciate what I'm saying right now. A running back that can pick up that blitz that stands back there with the quarterback in the pocket. Exactly. Got to be able to pick that up, bro. I mean, a running back can be bad as he want to be, picking up all kind of yards. But when it's time to throw the ball and we need you to read the blitz that's coming in and pick that up, pick up that linebacker that's coming through the B-gap, you got to be able to pick that up, you know? Hey, you, you're right you on it, man. Hey, but, Coach you know, the biggest, the, 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 most, the most important person to me on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense, it's Mike Evans, man. And, you know, I, I've said this yeah. so many a times. You know, the way Mike Can't Evans, though, Mike is Mike. the way this team goes. He's having a, he's having a, having a standout season right now. Um, he's, he's a productive, big receiver, and he's fast. Yeah. So, um, you know, this this guy is just he, – he creates he's things for man. other – He's 230, man. He's 230. He creates running, running backs. On one hand. Yeah. So he he makes a big and he, and and he's making this guy OJ Howard a better player too. He's opening things up when he when he clears out. He Absolutely. takes two three people with him without question. You know he's just that Absolutely. kind of receiver. And that's what you they know, open up those to go out uh, from New England at a, as a tight end. He takes two or three people with him. So somebody got to have one on one coverage. Well, when you see Mike exactly. Evans, man, this guy's always taking two. Three people. So somebody got to have some one on. And Deshaun Jackson, yeah. O.J. Howard. These exactly. people are benefiting from him. And you still throw the ball up when he has two or three people on it because he's so big and strong and fast that he can go up and make that 50-50 yeah. almost every time. 50-50 yeah, so, balls. Most 50-50 balls belong to him. Yeah. Yeah. And, hey, you know, and I, and I, I, I just have to get this man kudos, man, because I think he's – you don't have a good running game, but you got Mike Evans. Mike Evans, for takeoff, he takes two, three people with him. You run a draw play, somebody's look going deep and going wherever he yeah. is because he's yeah. a, you know yeah. he's just that he's just that important to the game plan on defense. So yeah. I, you know, I I, I I love what Fitzpatrick's doing. I still think we got to get a running back from somewhere. And hey, um, Le'Veon Bell is, is is might be on the market, man, for a one year contract. You know, it's Bay. Bay so I saw something come across my phone this morning that the Bucks uh, are uh, trying to make some moves to do that, to be in the pool, you know, be in the Le'Veon, pool, Le'Veon Bell uh, sweepstakes. So they in. Wow. I mean, where the cap room going to come from, I don't know. I mean, but they can make some stuff happen. They can make some stuff happen to, to get him, but to pay him, it's going to be another story. Well, you know, he, he's just he, he's just like a bounty hunter, man. He's out there for a one year contract. He know he's going to be, yeah. be labeled with with the with the franchise yeah. tag about fourteen million dollars for this season, and next year he go on the free go on the free agency and uh, and try and make a living. So um, that's that's mm-hmm. a, I guess that's kind of give and take you're gonna have with, with Le'Veon Bell. But if you're a contender in Tampa Bay right now, as we speak, two and zero, they could be three and zero at the end of the night. He could be, you all could be a contender, and I could see him saying, hey, I'm already in Florida. They say he's in Florida right now, working out twice a day, um, ready to play. I could see him coming to Tampa. Yeah. Without question. Yeah. I heard the Packers. I heard the Packers. I heard the Jets. 
somebody else I can't think right now. I heard the Packers and the Jets and us. You know, so yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be, be very interesting. interesting. Very, very interesting. You're going somewhere. Hey, you know, he's going um, somewhere. You're going to retire. I, I don't, he's not going to retire. He got too. He got too many millions out there to collect um, to retire. He's not going to hey, retire. Man, he's still a you, young man. You heard what yeah. Gronk? You heard what Gronk said? You know what I mean? Well, that was Gronk. Guys want to do what they want to do. That was Gronk, and that was Tom Brady. And you're right; these guys are different now. You know, some of these guys realize yeah. once they reach a, reach a certain um, quota of what they want to make in their life, they know they can live comfortable for the rest of their life. They don't have to go out there and put themselves in danger of um, of of dealing with pains and aches when they're in their forties and fifties. Hey, but when that was a big surprise uh, look, to hear they was getting ready to trade Gronk, man. That was a big surprise, man. I mean, that let you know this is a business. They was getting ready to let go of Gronk. Gronk say, if you trade me, I'm gonna retire. You know? I'm gonna play here or nowhere. You know? That let you know this is a business. Even Gronk can be moved. You know? And, so, and, and it is a business. You're right. Even Gronk can be moved. You know, and, 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 and that's why, you know, I was thinking about Kirk Cousins today, and I, I also thought about uh, Matt Castle. You know, Matt Castle was a quarterback that stepped in when Tom Brady got hurt, ended up signing for $62 million with the Kansas City Chiefs, never panned out to be anything. He's still in the league. After 15 years, he's still playing in the NFL. I think he's in Detroit as a backup now. But Kirk Cousins, man, is never... He, he had some decent years in in, um, in Washington. He was a seventh-round pick, I think. There's no way I think this guy is going to pan out to be what he's, what he's received from the NFL. I think he got $125 million or, or something like that. Where is so, he at anyway? He's, he's with the Vikings. He's a starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. So that's going to be interesting to no, see no, how... No, how no, 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 no. Not Matt Castle. No, 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 no. Matt Castle is a backup in Detroit. Kirk Cousins is starting in the, for the Vikings. And yeah, I'm saying, Matt but Castle, they have similar I mean, scores. You know, Matt Castle happened 15 years ago because when he was with the with the um, New England Patriots, Tom Brady got hurt. Right, right, right. He right, ended up right, 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 becoming right. a starter. Um, uh, Kirk Cousins, um, Robert, Robert Griffin got hurt. He becomes a starter. Robert. Robert never gets his job back. You know, now Kirk Cousins signs this giant contract with the Minnesota Vikings. And let's see what happens. Now, what will really be interesting to see is that Robert comes back, takes some team to the to the Super Bowl, and Kirk Cousins just who knows what. That'll be very, that'll be an interesting yeah. story. And I'm kind of pulling for Robert now since he dropped the third and the Robert, the all of the other stuff behind his name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just robbed he Griffin. Yeah, he did. He, he did. He Robert did. Now. Yeah, he's just just straight old Robert. You know, we know some guys named Robert, and they pretty cool too. Boy, you wild, you wild, boy. Look at man. Hey, man, man, don't be a stranger, man. We here every Monday night. We talking sports today. You, you know, know, over man, the weekend. I, I look forward to talking to you. I look forward to talking to you next hey. week about all of this right here, man. Uh, all of this and some. We appreciate it, man. Don't be a stranger. We here every Monday night, brother. How about? Wait, 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 wait before no, I go. Well, I'm here. Go, go Hurricanes. Go Hurricanes. Man, hey, man, the Canes, I was down there over the weekend. Um, they invited the 1983 championship team back for the weekend. We all came on the field. They blowed the smoke out. We Some of them, there was some wheelchairs out there. Like there was it. some 
It was some, it was like some it. canes out there, and it was some people slow walking, like and it was some people slow jogging, like you know. So we all made it out there to the 50-yard line with Coach Snellenberger, took a picture, had a big party on Friday night. It was wonderful. I was yeah, watching that. I saw all of that, man. Made me feel good, yeah. bro. For real. Oh, man. I appreciate it, Red. Made me feel real good, too. Yep. Hey, man. We'll holler at you. Thanks for having me, man. I'll call you next week. Always a pleasure. And that's, that's Red calling Thanks. us about them Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. That is a Tampa Bay fanatic. You know, we some of us are fans about our teams. And I'm a fanatic about the University of Miami. There's no, no need lying about that. But, he, you know... Um, Red is from the Tampa area. He was born in um, St. Petersburg, so he he's just he was there when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers became a team. He was there. You know, you gotta love fans like that because that's what keeps the organization there. That's what's kept that organization so strong is their fan base. And um, you know, and, and and I'm so happy to see the Jacksonville Jaguars fan base really really picking it up because at one point they their fan base was scattered between Gainesville and Tallahassee and just and subsequently the the Florida Gators have not been such a great team in the last three or four years and the FSU Florida State Seminoles they have not been such a great team in the last couple years which is and and ultimately i think that has actually um cultivated the the um jacksonville jaguars fan base and it's a good thing because um the the city of jacksonville really needed a rally behind their own team not the team in gainesville not the team in tallahassee but their team the jaguars and the jaguars oh man they i want to say they almost you you can when you say when you want to talk about laying an egg, the Jaguars laid an egg yesterday. I mean, they couldn't score a touchdown. You know, the score, the final score was nine to six, and the Jaguars were on a, on a losing end of a nine six game. Come on, Jacksonville, you could do better, and and you just and. and We've been waiting and waiting and waiting for a game like this from Blake Bortles. And guess what? Sure enough, he gives it to us. We know we are. We've been waiting for it. And first two games of the season, um, Blake put on a on a on a nice outing, I'd say. But yesterday, you know, come on, Blake Bortles, twenty-one of thirty-four. 155 yards, and and that's that's just not that's not gonna cut it. Actually, it was 145 yards, um, and the reason that being is because um, Blake was sacked on a number of a number of times too. Yeah, he suffered three sacks during the game of a loss of 10 yards, but he has to do better. He has to do more. He has to be more consistent and. Uh, it, it makes you wonder, you know, what what's going to happen with um with with the Jacksonville Jaguars if this is going to be our franchise quarterback in Jacksonville. And I say our because uh, Jacksonville is the closest professional franchise to me. And if I'm going to go to a, a, Jack, a, a NFL game, more than likely I'm probably going to be going to the Jaguars game. And that's my grandson's favorite team. He lives in Jacksonville, so I'm a fan of the Jaguars too. I'm always pulling for him and. To see them 
put up two field goals in two field goals in four quarters. And I mean, their, their first points, their first field goal came in the second quarter. And, a, and the last field goal came in the fourth quarter. The second field goal came in the, in, the la, in the fourth quarter. So two field goals for the Jaguars. And Tennessee wasn't much better. They put up three field goals, one in the first quarter, one in the third, one in the fourth quarter. You know, when, you, you, when you're paying good money to go see a, a professional football game, you expect it to be a little bit better than a hockey game score or, or, or a doggone um, baseball game score. Six nine. That's just that, uh, that's just not good. That's that's not that's not that's not what we're looking for in our professional organizations. But man, let me tell you, um, just as just as bad as the Jacksonville Jaguars um, did not score points. Well, um, there were a lot of points scored yesterday in the NFL. And the St. Louis, the um, the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints went into overtime, when the Saints came out on top, forty-three to thirty-seven. Now, you know that, those those are the kind of scores that we want to see in football. But I think I think when you score eighty points in a football game, that's just that might be a bit much. That's like WNBA scores. You know, that's that's a lot of points. Wasn't a lot of defense being played in that game. And um and it makes you wonder where where are the Falcons headed? Um, you know, they they're one and two and the Saints are two and one right now. But I think the biggest loss of, the, of of um of week three yesterday was Jimmy Garoppolo uh, has a torn ACL and he's out for the season. Well um the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs are are undefeated and they beat the, the 49ers yesterday in Kansas City, 38-27. And um, Pat Mahorn, uh, who's who's um, who's really just seems to be doing some wonderful things out there. Um, he he's have he's he's led this team to an undefeated record right now, and and he really spreads the ball around. I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta applaud a guy that throws the ball to ten receivers uh, in one game, and and, it's, and it doesn't matter who it is, whoever's the open guy. That's that's who he um, that's who he throws the ball to. Travis Kelsey led this team. He was, he's an all-pro tight end. He led this team with um, with with eight receptions and was targeted ten times. So that's some pretty good numbers. And and Mahorn, you know, you gotta you, you gotta credit him. You know, he's not a he's not what we call a running quarterback. This is cat had uh, five carries for seven yards. That means he was really just struggling, not trying not to be sacked. I don't think any place where he actually tried to run the ball. But um, Mahorn is what we were talking about earlier with Red. One of these guys, if you give him some time in the pocket, he can really hurt you. The good thing and the most one of the most impressive things about him is that. Once he leaves the pocket, his arm is just as strong and just as accurate as it is in the pocket. Maybe not as accurate, but almost as accurate as it is when he's in the pocket. So, um, you know, I, 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 you gotta you gotta give him a lot of credit for um, for being a for turning out to be a really really good quarterback. And and you know, a lot of people were questioning why why um, why they made the quarterback change. All of a sudden, 
But now we see why. Because Rick, Mah- um, Patrick Mahorn is the real deal. He was, he, he, there's no doubt, he was the real deal. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we'll talk more NFL, more college, and we'll also talk about Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. We'll be right back with more Sports Info UM on voiceamerica.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Beat the crowds and fill that freezer early by tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trev. We're discussing Deer Week and handing out season tips to make your 2018 deer hunts more successful. Joining us is Lee and Tiffany Lakoski of Crush with Lee and Tiffany, Mark Drury from Bow Madness and Drury's 13, and Jill Gector with Cinch Jeans. Jim and Trav's Deer Craze is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, over the weekend I was down in Miami. Uh, they invited, like I said earlier, they invited a 1983 national championship team down on the field. Coach Howard Snellenberger was there. Um, Bernie Kozar made the trip. Uh, Albert Bentley. Uh, a lot of guys that played on that team. I, I wish I could call them all, but I might forget somebody. Uh, one of my best friends, Todd, he was there. He was on that team. Uh, Paul Burcelli, offensive lineman. Uh, best of one of my college roommates, Doug McFadden, also one of my best friends. Uh, man, we just had a good time. Eddie Williams, uh, Reggie Sutton. It was just a bunch of guys getting together, and it's so good to see everybody after 35 years. Wow, we're getting old, man, I'm telling you. But it was beautiful. Um, You know, and then we had to, you know, you think about some of the guys that after 35 years that didn't make it, um, that's no longer with us. And, um, 
was, we, we gave a tribute to them on Friday night. Um, and university uh, blessed us with some really nice gifts, too. Uh, gave us a book bag, a couple shirts, um, skybox. We were all in different boxes, per, uh, personal uh, skyboxes, three and four, five guys in at a time. It was really nice. So thanks, University of Miami, for all they do for us all the time. And thank you to make it so special for everybody. And um, and University of Miami won. And, and that was even more special be, because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just a real blessing when you go to a game and you win. You know, sometimes you go to games and you don't win. That's definitely not good. But this was a this was a really good, good game. Uh, we won the game. Um, and and. And it and also was a, a tribute to that 83 National Championship team. And uh, I just want to say thanks again to University of Miami and all they did. But uh, and I think when we look at, when I look back on this game, University, University of Miami playing FIU, one of my former coaches, um, Butch Davis, who was on the coaching staff at University of Miami after the 1983 um, National Championship team. So Butch came in 19... Um, 1984. Well, um, he's the head coach now at uh, FIU. Who he, and Butch actually was a former University of Miami head coach. Butch is the Butch Davis started the University of Miami Alumni Weekend, and it's the second weekend in April every year. Butch Davis started that. So if you know when we start thinking about how much good stuff University of Miami does for its former players, uh, Butch Davis is one of the reasons that that has continued, and he was one of the starters of our alumni weekend, which is a big function that we have every year. Well, um, the biggest story that came from the game on Saturday from University of Miami playing FIU was Nikasi Perry came in in the first quarter of this football game. Um, Nikasi threw three and three touchdowns and one interception and, and had a quarterback rating of 92.9. Now, uh, Malik Rozier was in, I think for three series and he just didn't move the ball. I mean, he didn't, he didn't move the team, didn't move the ball. Um, and Nikasi Perry came in and went straight down the field, drove down the field and scored right away. I mean, this young man has a strong arm. Uh, we're very excited to see where where things are going to go with him. You know, um, I, I I would assume because he played the entire game, and I would, I'm not the entire game, but he played from the first quarter, about midway through the first quarter, until the game was over. I would assume that Nikasi Perry is going to be the starter this Thursday night against North Carolina. You know, I, I think he's, I think he's a, um, oh uh, uh, man, he's 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 learned his lesson. I think he's matured. I think his ability is just is is it's off the Richter scale. I think he's he where he's going to become could be off the Richter scale. I think he he has the the speed to run the ball. I think his his arm is strong enough to make all the throws. And that was my concerned a little bit with uh, Malik Rozier is that I don't think he I don't think Malik could make all the throws and and in this day and age at this level of football you have to be able to make all the throws and I think as at, at some point um my uh, I think well it's obvious that um 
that Coach Rick has has seen this, and hey, he's made his decision. He's made his mind up that um that um Nikasi is um is gonna is gonna be the man that's gonna take this team where wherever we're trying to go to. Yep. So let's see what's, what. Let's really see what happens. Uh, and I think um. Hey, um, we got Rodney on hold, um, Josh. Rod, what's happening? Daryl, what's going on? Man, loving this life I got. Loving it, my bro. What's going on with you? How uh, things in Georgia? Oh, uh, things are pretty calm now, you know. Uh, I missed the big show down there, the, the, the championship, uh, uh, event y'all had down there. I'm sorry about that. You know, we we had a loss in our family. Uh, my my wife lost her sister, which my wife is the daughter of James Brown, the godfather. So, so James Brown lost a, another another uh, daughter to to the heavens, Venetia Brown, and um, we were. It was kind of somber here. So, yeah. but I'm listening to the show and uh, and you got me kind of fired up there, brother. <laughs> well, hey, man, I thought some prayers and sympathy go out to Venetia Brown and the whole Brown family. And, Rod, you know how you, you're you an extension of the whole University of Miami football cave family. And, you know, you've been my brother since 1982. When I walked on the campus, you made me feel real comfortable. It made me feel real good. It made me feel at home, man. It made me feel not to be afraid of anything. Because, you know, when you're a long way from home, you know, you come from a little town where I come from. You go to a big city like Miami. You meet a lot of guys, you know, and you kind of walk on eggshells for a minute. But you made it clear. I don't need to walk on eggshells, man. I got your back. You're going to be all right. It made me feel good. I don't know if I ever told you that, but I'm telling you now, Rod. Love you so much, brother, for that. And we did miss you down there. So many people ask about you. And um, and uh, I know some of the guys knew about Venetia um, passing away. And that wasn't that was the reason why you weren't down there in Miami over the weekend. But um, we had a good time, man. A real good time. Well, well, I appreciate it. I, I enjoyed. I saw you guys at halftime on television. They gave you guys a television spot at halftime. And it, it was. I was all hyped up watching you guys doing the U signs and having y'all U caps on with Coach Nellenberger. You know, sitting in front of you guys, him and his wife, and um, you know, it was. And plus, you know, the team winning the game and seeing. Uh, some new changes, you know, uh, for the team, and, and that excited me, you know. And uh, I, I, I'm I was really excited. Good. Yep. And, I and, just, I, and what do you I think about good. the quarterback? Uh, I thought that Mark needed to do something different. It was time to uh, spark, spark the fan base, spark the team. I mean, you know, you got a kid that was one of the, the best dude quarterbacks in the nation last year. He didn't know the offense, so you couldn't really use him like you wanted to. Now he knows the offense. He was suspended for LSU game. You brought him in Savannah State, State gave him some spot duty. He was okay. And you brought him in in the first quarter of the, uh, uh, 
um, last game, the FIU game, and the kid performed like we 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 wanted to see the quarterback position perform. But uh, saying all of that, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm appreciating right now what Mark is doing. Him and his staff are doing with the team as a whole because now one of the things I felt like was the problem is you don't have second teamers pushing first teamers and third teamers pushing second teamers, and it's because you didn't have depth and you didn't have experience. And with this favorable schedule that you have now, he's going to be able to do that and develop some kids and play some kids. You know, because it, we don't that that schedule is not a killer schedule. They're they're favored to beat everybody that's on their schedule this year. So you know, saying that, you know, I think that you know they can use that schedule to really develop players and 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 have a really good football team at the end of the season. And, and I and I think you're right. You know, um, they might not be in the in, in the, what we call the playoff hunt this year, but I can see them actually playing again for the ACC championship and making a better performance than they did last year. Um, as, you know, we play North Carolina this Thursday night, and then we come back and play a Florida State team that really doesn't seem to be um, be that tough this year. But when you look back at that, F, that LSU game. LSU beat us, and I don't think we played an offense that had any kind of sophistication. I think we were very predictable, and we didn't really. We were playing like we didn't want to show anything. Well, in big games like that, you gotta you gotta show us. You gotta show some things. You gotta be a little sophisticated. But when we look back at the LSU game, they haven't lost a game. They're still undefeated, and they're ranked number five in the nation right now. So, so they they happen to be developing into a very good football team, LSU, and their quarterback is a big surprise. The transfer from Ohio State, Barrows, I think he's a fifth year senior. His accuracy got better against Auburn. I saw the game, and uh, they didn't fare too well. <laughs> Uh, this week they played a lesser opponent and they played down to their opponent this week. Uh, but uh, it's, it's to our advantage uh, that the kids understand you got beat, but the team that beat you happened to, happened to be one of the best teams in the country. So we wasn't that far off. You, you, you didn't perform well, but I knew I, I know what, what Mark is is instilling in the kids now that he got the, 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 the younger kids pushing the older kids, giving the kids some playing time, getting them experience. It's going to pay off down the road. Yes, we don't, I don't, I'm not looking for us to be in the national championship hunt, okay, but I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm looking for us to win the Coastal. You know, because you, you mentioned after Florida State, I think they got uh, uh, Virginia or Georgia Tech. You got Virginia, Georgia Tech, uh, Duke, and you got Pittsburgh. Yeah. So the schedule is so favorable. You know what I'm saying? The schedule is so favorable. I hope that and my brother was kidding me. Man, I hope that Mark Rick have the guts to put some of these younger kids in and give them some experience and stop 
and, and stop giving guys the chance that are not performing to their potential. But he did it this week. He did it against FIU. He put Nikazi Perry in and others. And others, and I think it's going to down the line. It's going to make a better team because the the thing that I wanted to say, the blueprint for teams that are great teams like Alabama, who get to clear their bench every game, Georgia get to clear their bench every game. You know those teams that are at the top that get to play their second and third teamers every week. You know it benefits them year in and year out. You know, when those kids turn to step up and become starters. So, you know, I knew that it take it was going to take Mark about five years to recruit and get some depth and apply that same type of strategy team-wise. And um, uh, I don't think this is this is the the the, the year that it, that it's going to be complete. But I think it's a great start to 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 a new beginning that he wanted to start when he first got here. Well, I think he's well on his way. And, um, and I, I really like what he's doing. Um, I, I, I think we really, I think we have to be a little bit more sophisticated with our offense. Uh, and, and what I mean is I think towards the end of the season last year, we were doing more things. We were, our offense was a little bit more creative than it is now. And I think you could, you could, you should be building on what you did from last year, not, actually making it more simple than it was last year. And, you know, maybe some people, they don't want to show people things. I understand that. But they can look at tip film from last year and see what you were doing. And they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, um, work on those things. They're going to defend those things that they saw you did last year that were productive. So uh, I, I think um, I think this kid Brevin Jordan, the tight end, he's he's going to be a monster for us all over. Man, he's going to be a great monster. Talent. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. um Yeah, Brevin Jordan Brevin Jordan looks like he he's a great talent. He had a, yes. a a great game against FIU showing how good his hands was and how he can was able to run downfield similar to uh Najoku. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh I, I like that kid right there. And, yeah. and and the other thing is what you were speaking on, one of the things not having creativity and one of the things that I think Rozier had some problems with with the offense, with the third being ranked almost dead last in third down efficiency, you know, being more creative on first and second down, it, as far as I'm concerned, was an issue with me. And I felt like, you know, uh, with the early schedule, with Savannah State and FIU, you know, uh, he can be more creative, and I think we saw that with the kid. They're running RPOs, run pass options, yeah. and giving this kid who had who has great athleticism more so than Malik Rozier, and this kid has a rifle arm. I saw him throwing more on first and second down, and it opened up the run game. You know, I know I saw we saw I saw the Toledo game and Toledo. You know, we had a notoriously slow start. Rozier, he's notorious for that from last year, having slow starts. I think that's one of the reasons Mark pulled him after two series. And um, he just, he just, he, he, he just kind of let the kid 
get get his feet underneath him, and the kid answered the bell. I mean, the offense was wide open, man. <laughs> yeah, Nikosi Perry answered the bell. This this offense was more wide open. Saturday than it's been the entire season. And this is with our backup quarterback. Hey, Rob, we got to get out of here, man. We got a couple more calls on the line. We really appreciate you calling, brother. Don't be a stranger. Well, I I won't. I won't be a stranger. I appreciate a little being on your show, man. Don't hey, we love we love you being on the show, Rob. We here every week, every Monday night from eight to nine o'clock on VoiceAmericaAmerica.com. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to talk some more sports from around the world, even a little bit of Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. We'll be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america you're tuned in to sports info um with daryl oliver call him today at 888-346-9144 that's 888-346-9144 or send an email to sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, it's, all right, we're, we're, I want to talk about Tiger Woods, but I got a call on the line. Vince, what's going on, Vince? Hey, what's what's oh, happening, yeah. Vince? What's going on? Hey, Vince, before we go any further, the Miami Dolphins are undefeated. And they beat John Gruden and the Oakland Raiders yesterday. The Miami Hurricanes have only lost one football game down there in Miami. South Florida is on fire. They're on fire. What's going on? 
Hey, that's the Miami Heat on their way to letting you know, baby. We finna start doing it like it's supposed to be. Brown County Finals. That's how it rolled down here when the sun out. <laughs> we got the sun out now. But we, uh, I want to say this now about the hurricane. Go ahead. It was so much joy for Ma Rick to realize that what type of team he has. And for dinner, bring the 1983 National Championship team out with Howard Snellenberg team out there. That lifts that whole United States of America together. One thing about University of Miami, University of Miami brings people who together that, that, that people don't, don't like each other. But for some reason, if you get them hurricanes together and they get to get together on this kind of re- result, they'll bring the whole United States together. I hear you, Vince. And I hear you. Not, you like them or not, they love the canes. The United States love the canes. And I would agree with you, you know, and I've traveled all over the United States and I've seen Miami paraphernalia all over the United States. And trust me, in the 80s, you couldn't find a Miami Hurricane t-shirt in parts of Florida. You hear me? In Jacksonville, Florida, you couldn't find a Miami Hurricane t-shirt in 1983 at a mall in Jacksonville. And now you can find a Miami Hurricane t-shirt in New York City or Utah. Alabama. Well, you know, the internet does help that now. You can shop all over the world now. But these people are wearing the gear and their fans, you know, and now that the Hurricanes are seen to be back on track and doing better with the winning and, and have a much better team, much better product on the field, people have pulled out some of them old shirts and old hats and let people know that they still Hurricane fans. So I would agree with you, Vince. It, 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 and I agree with you on that. And I agree with you that I seen some of the old Dolphins jerseys out there yesterday on TV. Yeah. People wearing yeah. all the Dolphins old stuff. Yeah, they, you I know, it's, called, it's not old, old anymore, Vince. It's called vintage wear. It's not called old. It's yeah. vintage. You break out them old vintage clothes, you know, some of those shirts. And I got yeah. some shirts, some Miami Hurricane shirts that's over 20 years. And, you know, I've been a part of the program for over 35 years. So I got some stuff that's over 30 years old, man. And, uh, and, and I don't wear it, but maybe once a day, once in a while, I need to break out some of those vintage Miami Hurricane paraphernalia. <laughs> Miami looks yep. damn good. They, they they brought unity to that stadium. They justified that stadium the other night and let them, let the people know what what loyalty was about with House in the 1983 Hurricane Championship. It just was uh, a lot of love. It was a lot of love, and, and I'm gonna tell you, man, it was a lot of love. Yep. I mean, you can feel the love when we were standing in that tunnel getting ready to go out. You know what I mean? And everybody was there. Alonzo Highsmith, Warren Williams, uh, Melvin Bratton, Toba Bain, Daryl Fullington. I mean, it was a lot of guys there. Jack Fernandez, Kenny Sis, Jay Brophy. Oh man, the list goes on and on. I mean, it was just it was it was a lot of people there that that actually, you know, had a part in molding my life. You understand what I'm saying? And when you round somebody for four or five years in your life, it's more than a brotherhood. They become 
they become like leaders in your life, you know, telling you things that you should or should not do. They actually, actually, some of them guys play a role of, of like an older brother or uncle or old, almost, in some cases, in some guys, it's almost like a parent. You know, they get that close to them because... And some of these guys, you may come from a household where you didn't have a father figure in your life. And now you got the captain of your football team. He might be your roommate. And he's definitely going to be a more, than, a more than just a, a friend or a teammate. He's going to be more yeah. like a, 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 a father figure a in your life. So, uh-huh. yeah, a brother, an older brother, uncle. So, um, yeah. for some people, it was like that. So, But um, I tell you, man, it was, it was a beautiful thing. And like I said, you could feel the love. In that um, in that tunnel when we when we was coming out, I got and, one question to ask you. Sure. When 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 um, they called the '83 National Championship team in there, the hallway, and you seen what you just said by the hallway when they pronounced it. How was Spellingberger's name? Only thing you could have did is jump for joy. You cried. Because that was a moment of life that you never came back. Yeah. Hey, man, we got to get out of here, man. We got some more callers on. And um, don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info. You on VoiceAmerica.com. Talking sports and trying to find out what's going on in the world of sports. Hey, buddy, we appreciate you calling. Hey, Josh, who we got on the line? We got Damon on the line? Damon, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, Daryl? Hey, man. You know, I'm loving this life I got, man. Every second of it. You know, I see Florida State pulled another close one out over the weekend, and we got y'all in two weeks. Miami plays Florida State in two weeks. But we got to get past North Carolina before that. And I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm about to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's going to watch. But, you know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to boil down. Everybody plays different. And they play the yeah, rivals. yeah, and, and you and you got to know too, though, man, that uh, Florida State. This is not one of their better teams this year, and because it's not no. one of their better teams, everybody is trying. Everybody, you you're gonna get everybody's best shot. You know that's just how it is. You gonna get their best shot. Yeah, and it's no different this year. And it might be a little worse this year because because um. Might be worse this year because you are down, and if a team get a chance to pour it on, you know they're gonna try to pour it on. Well, you know what though, I mean, I can't blame them because uh, we were dominant over previous years, and now it's you know now we're down. Why not? You're right. You're right, and 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 and, and I'm I'm almost fearful for uh, Francois. I mean, this guy's taking some tremendous hits this year, man. You know, it would it wouldn't surprise me if he transferred next year. I'm, I'm just telling you straight up, and he'd have to just have a whole lot of love for Florida State to stay because they're just not protecting him at all, man. He's got no blocking. None. But, you know, and and um. And then, and, and, and like last couple of games, you can look at it. He's not as mobile. He won't run. But I would try Blackman out right now. Do what he has to offer. Because he's, he's a little bit more mobile right now. 
I, I think I think you make a valid point for real. You know, because uh, and and Francois might be getting a little little skittish, man, because really he has taken some tremendous hits in in his career at Florida State. And I'm talking about every year he's been there, and he was out the entire season last year with an injury that he took because uh, and that was the first game of the season. So first game of the season, yes. Yeah, and, and, and when you look at what he's... He might have some loyalty there, but, you know, that only goes so far until you can't play anymore. You're right, and and he really seems to be just struggling with... Um, with with No, they seem to struggle protecting Francois. And, and if you can't protect your quarterback, then, um, hey, you, you're not going to win. That's the bottom line. If you can't protect the quarterback, no. you're not going to win. No. And um, so, you don't want to You can't throw it. You got to run it. And the game's pretty much over. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Um, so, I, I really think they're going to have to do something with that. And, and hey, man, um, Willie Tiger's job is on the line. Let's don't get it twisted. You know, they, they, he, yeah, they, right. I don't think. His his job is on the line already. Nobody's saying anything about it, but we know what separates Willie Tiger from a lot of people, and his job is on the line. Hey, Damon, I got one more call I'm trying to get before I get out of here, man. Much love. Okay. Hey, hey uh, Josh, can we get Scott in here? Scott still on? Scott, what's going on, buddy? Right. What's going on, Daryl? Oh, man, I'm loving uh, life, I man. Down to, I made it down to the game uh, Saturday. I saw y'all were out there uh, with that 83 uh, championship team. Yeah, I wish you had called me. I could have. We could have hung out for a minute. Maybe we could have had a soda or something. You know, that would have been nice. And oh, what yeah. you think about the game? What you think about the quarterback move? We running out of time. What you think about that I, quarterback I tell you move? What, I, I loved. I loved to uh, see them putting uh, Perry in there like that. I mean, look at his numbers. Uh, it showed for itself. We we needed a change. Um, I think. Uh, I, I think you know you were just talking about Florida State. I think our offensive line is just a hair bit better than Florida State's. I really don't think, uh, you know, uh, in a good game like against LSU, it showed we had a little bit of weakness on that offensive line. But I think if if they keep working at it, you know, uh, we should be able to – we should be better by the time at the end of the year when we meet up with uh, Clemson. I think we're going to be all right, and I think we've made some adjustments. Uh, I can see where they've made some um, some player changes up there on that offensive line, too. I think we're going to be all right, Scott, on the offensive line. I really think this quarterback we have now, with his mobility and his arm strength to get the ball to places that Rogier probably just Rogier just couldn't get the ball to, is just going to make a tremendous big make a tremendous difference in this upcoming in the rest of the season. Hey Scott, man, don't be a stranger, man. Give us a call next Monday night so we can talk more about Sports Info and what's going on down there at the University of Miami. Hey, we appreciate all of the callers and Tiger Woods. You're back. Tiger Woods won the first championship. Oh man, we'll be back next week with more Sports Info. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.